It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel, your humble servant. Um, I want to start the show with a quote about love that I thought makes a lot of sense. Just share it with you to start the show. It said, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And I agree with that, that when you love somebody, because of the trust and the love, you don't have to supervise them, control them, watch them, snoop on them like there's some prisoners or, or, or if they're like possibly going to do something bad, right? You must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. I love that quote and I agree with it. Anyway, back to you, back to you questions, back to you situation. Call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a romantic story to share, call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rosa. So you have a romantic story to share. I'm all ears. I do. It's actually a very um, modern romantic story. So um, <laughs> I moved to a different city uh, because of my job, and I didn't take my vehicle with me, so they offered to pay for lift rides for the first mm -hmm. two months while I was there. Mm -hmm. And the very first morning that I drove to work, you know, the lift driver was picked by, by my app, and I jumped in the car, and the 10-minute drive to work was so pleasant. We, you know, we were just talking about the city, and we got along really well. So I asked him if he would be willing to pick me up, you know, every day for the next two months to take me to work. And it was the funnest morning of my life. <laughs> we would, you know, he would sometimes even take the long road to kind of make the drive a little longer. Um, so we had a great time and, and our relationships kind of developed into a friendship. Um, once the two months were up, once he was done driving me, he's like, hey, listen, I had a lot of fun. I would like to continue talking to you and maybe be more than friends. Um, mm -hmm. I felt a little uncomfortable about it because, you know, I had just moved to the city, but within two weeks, I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. Let's go on a couple dates. And, uh, two years later, we're married. Ah, Mazel Tov. I, I like that story. Talk about the power of the universe. Talk about the power of the universe. How about that? Right? I know. It. And it was selected randomly by the, by the Lyft app. And I just happened to get along with this man so well. Our values align. Um, you know, it's. It's been awesome. We're very happily married. Congratulations. Listen, uh, it's going to give a lot of uh, uh, people hope that they get to their lift. Something like this might happen to, to them. So thank you for, for sharing that story. Thank you very much and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Changing gears because as promised, I'm going to go answer my voicemail's questions. So your voicemail is next. So, remember I promised you that if you have a question, you can just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll get to it. Well, here I am. Listen to this one. Simon, I got a question for you. My first wife and I are starting to talk to one another again. We're starting to date a little bit, but it's been almost 30 years since we've been together. I've always been told that an ex is an ex for a reason. I need some advice, buddy. Okay, thanks for the voicemail, buddy. So, uh, can you reconnect with a wife from 30 years ago, or is an ex an ex forever? Good question, I'll answer that next. Question for you. Um, somebody left me a voicemail saying, you know, I reconnected with an ex-wife from 30 years ago, but everybody else tells me, you know, an ex is an ex. 
meaning it, you know, an ex belongs to the past forever. Uh, can you reconnect with an ex of 30 years ago? My answer is absolutely. Because we have changed a lot in 30 years. You have changed, I have changed. So if the universe puts both of you together, there's a reason for that. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed it's going to work, but I think it's worth getting to know each other and going with your intuition. So thank you for the voicemail. Don't let the world change what the universe wants for you and that ex-wife of yours. Go for it and see where that leads you. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Sierra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sierra. So, I understand you fell in love with a younger man? Yes. What's going Completely on? Completely by accident. Well, I started taking tennis lessons, and my coach, you know, was a very sweet young man. And um, at the time, he was going through difficulties. He'd broken up with his girlfriend. And so, mm -hmm. you know, as uh, sort of a, a mother figure, I took him under my wing and gave him advice and we started hanging out and talking a lot after lessons and before I knew what was happening I started to develop feelings for him and um, we both discovered the feelings were mutual but oh. there's a 15 year age difference okay so he doesn't feel comfortable with it but I had never connected with someone so so much you know even people my own age mm -hmm. and what what is the question why are you worried how can I help Oh, I guess I, I'm interested in pursuing it, and he's concerned about the age difference. Is there a way I can get him to see that the age doesn't matter, or am I being silly for thinking that it's even possible? Um, before I answer, how old are you? I'm 45. So he's 30? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you want to move forward. You want to be exclusive. You, you want to go forward with him, right? Yes. But okay. I have to be respectful for what he wants. Exactly. Have you ever said to a man what he's told you? I just don't want to go any further. Or have you ever said that to somebody in your life? Yes. And could anyone change your mind back then? Um, I guess not. <laughs> That's the answer. You can't oh. change his mind. But you can enjoy oh. him. Listen, um, we got to respect what people say. And I, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. It's not about just the age, it's how he feels. Like, I'm okay with 15 years older and younger, but it's, it's, it's a very individual thing. But we got to respect, just like a man would should respect if you told, no, listen, I, I can have fun, but I don't want to get further, or I don't want to get more involved, but I like the silliness, I like the ooh-la-la. If you said that to a man who was 15 years older than you, he would have to respect what you say. If he called me, I would say, respect what she's saying. You call me, ask me the same question for a 15 years younger guy than you, and he says the guy is not comfortable, I said, you've got to respect it. Now, you can keep dating, and he might change his mind, but I don't want to try any strategy. I don't want any tricks. I think you right. just have to enjoy this extraordinary moment of your life. And who knows? He may change his mind. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But right. chances are small. Right. That makes sense. Thank you, Sammy. You've got such great advice all the time. You're most welcome, Sierra. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer Lena's uh, Facebook message question because she's dating a guy who told her something that seems like a red flag and she's not sure. So I'm going to help her next. So I got this Facebook message at the Rendezvous show from Lena who goes, Bonjour, Simon. The guy that I'm dating told me that I should be careful so you don't get hurt. I really like him and I thought everything was going great. So I don't know why he would say this. 
What does it mean and is it a red flag? Please advise. And that's a good question, Lina. If somebody you're dating tells you that you should be careful so you don't get hurt, is that a red flag? I'll tell you that next. How would you feel if somebody you're dating suddenly told you that you should be careful so that you don't get hurt? Would you think it's like a warning, a red flag, or what does that mean? That's exactly what happened to Lena who sent me that Facebook message question at the rendezvous show. Um, yes, it is a red flag. You've got to know what it means. You've got to ask him what it means. There's an unspoken. Somebody in a relationship tells you, you should be careful so you don't get hurt out of the blue, and you think everything is going well, it's a warning. It's like you've been warned. Because careful for what? Careful of what? I want to know what he means. So I don't know what it means, but I can tell you it's a red flag. And you just need to say, uh, you told me that. What does it mean? And ask for an explanation and follow your intuition. I don't like it. But it's a warning. So let's ask him, what's the warning for? So we know the answer and you can decide to stay or to go. Good question, Lena. I hope that helps you. Uh, you call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Myra. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour. So you're having kind of a dry spell with your husband. What's going on? Uh, yes, I've been trying everything. For some reason, he just doesn't, you know, want to do, you know, ooh-la-la. You know, it's been like a month now. And I tried everything, making his favorite dinner, giving him a massage, wearing some nice lingerie around the house before we go to bed. And he's so stressed at work, I don't know what to do. When you say so stressed at work, uh, is that something happened in the last 45 days or 30 days that you know about? Yeah, he had a lot of uh, people fired at his job and he's so worried that he may be next because his boss is like a tyrant. So, and he doesn't want to, you know, talk about it too much with me, but I can tell he's really stressed and he has a lot of presentations coming up. Okay, I'm going to say it very nicely, but I got to because I'm a guy, I know how it works. So how about this? How about tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. you celebrate your husband in the shower, inside the bed, and you go for it. You get my drift? Oh, okay. Shower, right? got it. Got it. Yep. Okay. Shower, I mean, you just walk in and, and ooh la la. I mean, it's like, or because in the morning, many men have natural desire for ooh la la. That also is going to help you. And you need to reignite this. So, listen, when we're married or when we're together, we have no shame or no, like, who's doing first or first move. None of this matters. You feel like it, you go for it. And um, some men have more stamina when they wake up, so I'm a more night person. If you feel like it, I say in the shower, nice and hot, you walk in, et hop là, you go for it. Thank you so much, Simon. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun shower. So You're yes, most welcome. Yes, it will. All right, Mara, that's how you go. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. Have you ever wondered or worried uh, before you make the first step, the first move for the ooh-la-la with your partner, even though you were exclusive? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever felt like an hesitation, a pause, um, before you make the first step to move forward with the ooh-la-la or romantic move? make out, as we say, um, with somebody you, you, you love and somebody you've been with for years even, uh, because the person is not as reactive, because like my last caller, 
uh, you know, it's just it's too much stress at work. Have you ever felt that? Or maybe you were the one kind of like not in the mood and, and you were happy that didn't happen, or you were wondering why it didn't happen anymore. In my opinion, there is one strategy for this when we're together exclusively. One strategy, which I call Wild and Savage. Let me explain to you what Wild and Savage strategy means when it comes to the ooh-la-la. Next. So, you know in relationships how one of us sometimes is too stressed by work or by other things, worries, and then one of us is really into the ooh-la-la, and then you wonder what to do? Well, the strategy I have in mind is the one I've always used, which is what I recommend to my last caller, actually. Her husband was stressed out, and I said, go to the shower and get him. Go for it. He wakes up. It's easy what to do. You know what to do. I don't have to tell the details. Wild and crazy. That's the definition of passion. So don't hesitate to make the first step. And especially towards men. I tell you what, guys, we are. It's very easy to start the ooh-la-la. You know how and you know what to do. And there's no guy who will not like it. I can attest to that. So, uh, wild and crazy. La passion et la folie. That's the translation. That's just a piece of advice to keep in mind if, if you're in a dry spell. You call the next. Bonjour, Melissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Melissa. So, what's going on with your fiancé? How can I help you? Yes. So, my fiancé and I have been engaged for two years. And we were talking about planning a wedding for the first year, but it just sort of didn't happen. And then COVID happened, and so we had to put it off again. And then so I have been talking to him about trying to plan something for next year, but he just doesn't seem very interested in planning a wedding at all. And I'm just wondering if you think that's a red flag. Well, that's a good question. So you know him. I don't know him. What do you think is the unspoken? Is he afraid of the final commitment? Is he phobic of, of, of a big marriage, a crowd? Or what do you think is, is slowing him down? You know, it's, it's hard to say. I think, I think that maybe he feels like everything is fine the way it is. So why change uh -huh. it? I see. Um, do you think it's a financial worry or is it an emotional worry? Mm. Or both? Maybe a little bit of both. I think, you know, the money is definitely a part of it. Weddings are very expensive. and Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then that sort of brings the anxiety of it too. Well, here's my advice. Let's not beat around the bush. You need to know. Um, so when there is an unspoken, something not said, um, you need to know the answer. Uh, so I suggest this, Melissa, I suggest that, you know, uh, you find the right time and very peacefully said, you know, I felt in the last two years that you're dragging your feet after we got engaged. It was wonderful. And then, you know, what are you afraid of? How can we make it work uh, for the wedding? Is it the cost? Should we wait? We can have a small wedding, you know, soon and then a bigger wedding later when we have more money, a big celebration. And then listen to him. Listen to him and see what is the source, the root of his anxiety, and then go from there. Yeah, I think that is something I need to do. I, I get a little bit afraid to talk about that stuff, too, so I put it off. Don't be afraid of the truth. You need to know. He needs to know where you stand, and then you guys can compromise and make it work or not. But there's no reason to be afraid of asking a question or hearing an answer. It's what it is. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good.
Thank All right, you. Melissa. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Good luck to you. And I hope he says yes, and we can have a great wedding. And sooner or later, you guys have a celebration of love, okay? Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Have a good night. You too. I got a question about exclusivity for you to finish the show. Did you have to DTR to define the relationship talk with your partner? Or did you become exclusive without having the talk? I'm going to have that talk with you next. So, did you have to define the relationship talk with your partner? Or did you become exclusive without having the talk? The famous DTR. Define the relationship. The moment when you and your partner sit down uh, and decide together, you guys decide that it's time to be exclusive, right? So, my question was that, did you have to define the relationship to become exclusive or you just naturally became exclusive without the talk? 68% of you voted we had the talk. 32% voted we didn't have the talk, we just let it happen. I had both situations actually. I had a couple of relationships that just naturally evolved to exclusive, we didn't really mention it. And um, others, we had the talk. I like to have the talk actually, I think it's like a great step, it's interesting. Then we both know where we stand. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.